Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Terrence McKinney, one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, guy who had, uh, you're up for what? The award for fighter of the year or newcomer of the year? Or what yeah, were you not? Newcomer of the year. Yeah, you should have won too. That was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you've had. Now, I, I know you, uh, you, the last time you had like nine fights in six hours. You kept fighting. Every, every week you had a fight. Um, and now you had, is the, is the wife okay here? Can you, can you hear me? No, my, I turned the wife off. You good now? Oh yeah, yeah, we're good. good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. So the last time you had like nine fights in like six, you kept fighting every week. You had a fight. Uh, but now it's been like six months or five months. Uh, how how are you holding up? Um, it's, it's nothing new to me. Um, I faced injuries. I had to sit down for six months before. So it's just. It's all about being patient, man, because I know the fight's going to come, so I'm just keeping my mental right and just making sure I'm peaking at the right time. Good, good. Now, did someone have COVID in your camp or something? Is that what happened also? Yeah, one of my corners got COVID. I tested negative, so I was pretty upset about that. Man, but they didn't let you fight because your corner got COVID? Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Because, like, you did all the work. You Like, everyone has to get paid. Did you? Well, was it like your main guy, or, or like your? Was it your friend, or who was it? It was my homie. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, your homie had COVID. Oh man. Uh, now, yeah. was, it, was it a really important corner, or just some guy you let tag along? Uh, it was just one of my homies I have tag along. He's oh, right now. Oh. He's up and coming. Uh, you guys should see him in the UFC soon. <laughs> oh good, good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he felt terrible. I'm sure he felt terrible. Yeah, I know he did. So you know, I'll leave it at that. He knows I love him. At the end of the day, dude. By the way, there's a picture of you with uh, uh, Michael Chiesa when he went to your wrestling camp, or you went to his wrestling camp, and you look like you were like nine years old, <laughs> and and he looked kind of normal too. And you guys were like hugging. It is the sweetest. Cutest picture. You know, you forget how young you guys are. Was he already in the UFC back then? Yeah, yeah he just got done with the Ultimate Fighter show. Well, or going to a one or the two. Actually, no, that was my senior year. Yeah, he was done with the Ultimate Fighter show. I was 18 in that picture, actually. You look like you were 11. I mean, <laughs> Now, were you, uh, were you dominating kids at the wrestling camp? Did he know? Did he look at you and say, dude, you're going to be the guy? Uh, he always told me I can do whatever I put my mind to. And originally, I was going to move in with him at the high school, but my mom wanted me to wrestle in college, so I had to go through that for Right, right, right. Now, now your mom's been through it, man, because you were, like, a national champion. You were ranked 
you were the, I don't know, you were a state champion too, right? Yeah, two-time state champion. Two-time state champion. And then we all know what happened when you got uh, high on mushrooms and got tased by the cops. You were an LSD, got arrested, and now here you are killing it. it has your mom been behind you the whole time? Uh, she always been a supporter, but there's times where she had to let me go so that I can learn and make mistakes and learn how to bounce back from them. Because at the end of the day, I had to, she had to realize that she was enabled me and she can't expect me to grow if she's doing that. And I had to figure it out on my own. So you were a big mama's boy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, 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 when she says let you go, what does that mean? Like, you, you don't get presents for Christmas? Or, like, what, what does that mean? Well, it's just like she's not just trying to give me, like, the easy way out, you know, like the quick escape. Like, ah, I can call my mom. I'll be fine. It's one of those things. Got it, got it, got but it. By the way, no, by the way. no, no phones, no nothing. You got to have this all on your own. Yeah. That's a good mom, and that's, that's really hard. Uh, especially, uh, yeah. for some reason, it seems like, I don't know if this is racist, but black women seem very close to their sons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are, man. They are, man. It's because they put their fear in us, brother. They put their fear in us. So, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I can see it being hard and being like, oh, like, hard to let go. Like, oh, like, like, that, like, that's my baby kind of thing, you know? And, yeah. And was your dad around? Uh, no, no. I, don't, I never knew my dad. Wow, never knew your dad, ever. So even now, like, after you're so successful, has he tried reaching out to you? Nope. Wow. You don't even know where he's on Facebook? Nothing. Uh, I know about him. My dad was pretty big in the gang life, so... Um, he's pretty much in jail a lot, so like, he didn't know so much about me. Wow, wow, man, that's that's tough, man. That that shows how how, how far you've come because a lot of people would have uh, used that as an excuse to themselves get into the gang life or you know fuck their own lives up, and that's 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 really cool that you uh, that you have end up not using that as a crutch because it's you know it's very easy to do. Um, just blame someone else. Uh, and you know, rightfully so in some, in like some regards. Um, now let's talk about the fights last week and Gano versus gone. Where did you think of that fight? Boring as hell, but, um, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, Francis evolution and his growth in the fight game, but damn, that shit was boring as hell, brother. Yeah. Now, but when he said he had a torn MCL and a fucked up ACL, I don't know if you've ever, ever torn your ACL. I did. It, like, it is hard to pivot on it. You can't pivot on it. You could really fuck up your leg. Just if you're throwing up the kind of power he is. So he probably was throwing it like 50% or 60% um, yeah. because he could he easily could have fucked up his leg. I mean, do you think he should have pulled out before that fight if his leg's all fucked up? He could have if he wanted to, but look at Spencer Lee. My guy had torn ACL, won the NCAAs. <laughs> so... Um, when I hear this, those kind of things now, like, come on now, wrestlers been doing crazy stuff like this, you know? Yeah, but so, come on. And not everyone, you know, how many people will be fucked up if everyone looks at Spencer Lee as the way to go? I mean, people just be, you know, a bunch of Bambies <laughs> around, you know, newborn deer falling everywhere. You got to be, come on. But, uh, but you got to be a dog in this sport. You got to, you got to be willing to take the risk. And same goes for anyone who's trying to accomplish a goal or a dream. He knew what he had to do, and I'm very proud of him. And 
I'm happy he's fighting for his own words. Uh, and I think he does deserve millions. I, I think they, everyone should respect and commend him because it's not like he came from being the brightest person, but for him to just to see that and know his words, um, I'm very proud of him. 100%. I think that uh, fighters should be paid as much as they possibly can. Um, and I, I hate seeing guys, you know, not making the money they can. But people are using the boxing model, and I'm like, that's not the model you want to use. Because let's say we use the boxing model, right? I mean, boxing, they say boxing is dead for a reason, because you only know three guys. So if you, if you do the boxing model, you got to get rid of – that means everyone's a free agent. You have to get rid of the UFC, Bellator, PFL. Everyone's just going to be like whoever gets the highest bidder. And then there's going to be – Conor McGregor is going to make a ton of money. John Jones, but then all the other guys that are like the mid-tier guys or lower guys are just going to be totally fucked. But there's got to be somewhere in between, right? I, I like how he said everyone. I think everyone should get 50K straight up, 25 to shoot, 25 to win, minimum, in my opinion. I, I kind of like what Jake Paul's saying. I ain't going to cap. <laughs> no, I 100%. Dude, 50K would be uh, – amazing ideal and uh i'm uh, i'm i'm for that too like obviously i think that uh man i mean i don't know how sometimes i, I talk to fighters sometimes and they're like oh yeah i'm also an uber driver and a high school teacher and, and i got three kids and i'm like when do you have five time to do anything like it's hard to have one job fucking three and you're a pro fighter <laughs> yeah like right like this we've worked so hard for this so we never have to work again yet most of us are still working. No, nah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Moreno versus Figueroa. Who did you think won that fight? Um, I love uh, Moreno, but I definitely got to give it to Fig. I think um, he definitely came prepared. Uh, came with new tools. The the leg kicks were on point. He dropped them three times. Like I don't know how people can get it confused that he didn't win. Yeah, I had it even and I love, going. And, yeah. And I love Marino, so, like, I'm just being honest. It was 3-2, in my opinion. Great fight. No, Marino came to my show, my first special. He had, like, 20 guys, all from Tijuana. I'm not sure any of them spoke English. Uh, and I, I, I did all the jokes about them coming in the same car. And, this and I was giving him advice during the fight. This is before he fought uh, the guy from Colorado. Uh, I forgot the kid's name. Good, good kid from Colorado. Um, Brandon Marino. Brandon Morval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets right, right, right. And uh, I've liked Moreno yeah. since the Ultimate Fighter when he was the last pick. I always thought the kid—he's such a likable. You can't not like the kid. He's just a yeah. He's a good kid. <laughs> just it's watching a, him younger than Ultimate Fighter, I was like, geez, man. He he really just changed not only skill wise but look wise too. He looked like a little little baby in those. He looked like a, like a, like a fat Gastelum, like a like a mini <laughs> Gastelum, like little fat little kid, huh? Yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. And everyone's booing Figgy. I'm like, this guy, first of all, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. He doesn't speak English. Like, how do you know anything? Like, people are, why are you booing the guy? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just because there's a lot of the Mexican fans in the crowd. So, yeah, right. That's why that's people are being so biased because everyone's cheering for Marino. <laughs> and I felt like the commentary was a little bit biased too, even though I love Marino. Yeah, I I think so too. I think that Moreno obviously is the the the, the better sell for the UFC uh, because yeah. he's a you know, more likable guy. He's younger. The, the whole Mexican thing, and then but Figgy's a fucking monster. Uh, you're right, and it 
it, it was a great fight, though. I think those guys could fight ten times, and it'd be five five each time. You know. Yeah, five five. I agree. They're definitely just right there on each other. Few adjustments every fight. It's just gonna go different every time. Uh, Michelle Perea versus Fiajo. It's funny because he's so much better now that he doesn't do all those flips and cartwheels, and but it's not as fun to watch. No, I'm happy he done ain't doing all that dumb stuff, man. It's a waste of energy, man. <laughs> all that energy he could have used in those other fights. He could have, he could have been like three and one in the UFC. He could be undefeated. I mean, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> But but there was something real fun about it though. I mean, you got to admit there was something very like entertaining about yeah. him. Yeah, it was entertaining, but we got to yeah. entertain and we got to win at the end of the day. Like I'd rather win than than be entertaining, if you ask me. No, if I was his coach, I'd flip out. I I <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, and, but that's the thing, man. As a coach, because you know I coach little kids, you know I I can show single legs and double legs all day. And the kids will do it. You throw one like cement mixer or a splatel or, or some type of Japanese arm throw, that's all they're going for. They're going for that yeah. every single time. They're not – I don't even show the head and arm until the end of the season or I show how to get out of it because I know they're just going to go the head and arm every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know if you rest the coach, don't, don't show the kids the head and arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's all they're going to go for. Yeah, but was that the kind of wrestler you were? Um, maybe when I first started, because I didn't really know how to wrestle, and I was like, dang, if I just grab the mother effort and squeeze them by the head, I got a high chance of winning. So like, when I first started and I could only do, like, one of the tournaments, that was the only move I knew, and I was head arm, head and arm everyone. By the way, Bill Dawes head is arm. from the set of a horror film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Dawes is a great actor. brother. Hey, what's up, man? Um, Good to see you, man. I've been reading a lot up up on you, uh, uh, Terrence, and I know I don't want to get into it right away. It's the type <laughs> of stuff that really. Let's talk more about wrestling. Until <laughs> then. Now, uh, okay, you. fine. Now you called out Shamayev for a wrestling match, um, which everyone's like, "You're crazy." I don't think people know you as a wrestler because you've been knocking everybody out. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't even know I'm wrestle. I was like, "Damn!" But that's good. I like that. Um, did he ever respond? Where would you do a wrestling match? Where, Adam, where would they do a wrestling match? How would you call it? Like at Flow or on like the Chell Sonnen show? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very doable. I think it's a great – first of all, I think no one is going to give Terrence a shot uh, except for me um, and, like, and, like, and maybe Michael Chiesa and Terrence's mom. Uh, the guy is <laughs> – now, the guy did make the Olympics, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you wrestle him in freestyle or, or, uh, or folk style? I like to do freestyle that way, you know, because he is legit. You know, he made the world team. But I know in freestyle, I'm definitely scoring, putting on points on the board and, and making the fans entertain. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. Did anybody? Did he ever respond to you back? Did he ever get back to you? Uh, I think he just likes wrestling people that don't know how to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, what were you saying? What did you read about him? Well, let me ask you a question. I, I, since I don't have the wrestling background, I mean, I know Greco-Roman, I know freestyle, but what is folk style? I've folk never style heard of like, that's like what they do in America. We do, that's like what they do like in high school or like college level. Yeah, it's similar oh. to freestyle, but like in freestyle, you get points every time the guy's back gets exposed, right? Where yeah. in, in, in a... In, in a wrestling match, you got to hold them. In you got to hold them. Like you got to hold them. 
So you could get like oh, a leg lock. Yeah. You can get like a leg lace to freestyle and just turn the guy down and get like ten points immediately. You know, um, and then and then you get more points on like on like throws uh, if in, in freestyle versus like it's not just two points. You can get a high a higher score on that. Um, yeah. Personally, it's so stupid that we're the only country that that does folk folk style because a lot of our best guys then have to learn freestyle and yeah. and it doesn't always translate. It translates a lot of times, but not always. So yeah, yeah. different here and there, you know. It's it's like if we did the we would win the Olympics every year, I think in in folk style. I think we would. Versus I know that. we would. I know we would. We got some savages on top uh, in the U.S. Now Coach, I always feel like Russia would be the biggest competition for wrestling because those guys are like made of steel. Yeah, <laughs> they're also yeah. They them. always they're always up there, and I swear their team's juicing every time. Yeah, those guys be yoked. Yeah, and they're not in like they're not, they're not even taking the kind of juice that makes you ripped. It's just it's like the strong steroids. Like you get like yeah. <laughs> you just get like. <laughs> but uh, strong heart, strong back, strong everything. Yeah, like you don't even you don't do. even look good out of it. You just fucking you just ugh. <laughs> now, what happened to uh to Cody Stamen? That was the biggest. Is Saeed Nurmagomedov that good, or did Cody just? Have a bad night. Um, I just think that Sahi was just locked in and focused. He was just, he was just thinking too far ahead of him. Was seeing it all. And that's why he got the quick finish. Do you think Cody might have looked at him and go, "This guy doesn't look strong" because he looks like Gargamel from the Smurfs. He doesn't look like <laughs> a very. He kind of looks like a silk-like hipster. Yeah. <laughs> he just be chilling out there. That's that's where all the best. That's how I know he was gonna be dangerous. Like this, he was calm as hell. It don't did even you ever happen to you? Did, you? did you ever fight a guy that you were like, "There's no way this guy's gonna hit hard," and then you get you get rocked. You're like, "What the fuck was that?" Um, no, I never really care about getting hit, but I was surprised by a dude's grappling strength once. Who? Uh, this black belt I fought, like my fourth fight. His name was Brandon Todd. I fought him up a weight class. And you said you assume because he's black, he's not gonna be a good grappler. How racist is that? No, I said I assumed that he wasn't gonna be a, that strong. Like I was surprised. He just looked like he just did jujitsu, never lifted, and then he was actually strong as hell. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, well, I mean, that the, the, that choke he had was like a very unorthodox choke, and I think that he, you know, Stan wasn't used to defending that choke because he basically had like a rear naked choke style. Yeah, rip. that's that's yeah. that's one of my favorite ones to hit from there because then like. You can't. You don't have to really worry about them escaping. Yeah, but once he had that locked in, it was like I think you have to have yeah, long arms. It, no, anyone could do it. It's just like a reverse rear naked choke. I've seen a lot of people do it actually. Yeah, I am seeing you. Um, and then uh, Victor Henry. That was a great fight because everyone. I, I love it when the announcers just talk about the other guy the whole time. How good, like. Randy Barcelo says, like, oh, this guy is the greatest, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, like, what they're saying doesn't match up with what you're seeing on TV. And they have to switch yeah. the, like, flip the script. And that's what happened with Victor Henry. You know, he's just a guy that I've been hearing about this guy forever because he's kind of a local guy. And Josh Barnett is really high on him. And, uh, and Barnett's a really underrated, you know, great coach. And it was nice to see a guy that, like, you know, he got the call. It's 27 fights into his career. He's 34 years old. And he made it happen. Wow. He, he he made it happen. Uh, so good for him. What did you think of that fight, Terrence? Are you talking about the 135 fight? Yeah. 
uh, with the, that's probably honestly, I thought that should have got uh, fight of the night, in my opinion. That was a dope ass yeah. fight. Um, I feel like that dude came correct. His strike was on point, and for a short notice fight, this dude was in shape. Man, he was very game. I loved watching him. Honestly, are you always in shape? Um, I try to. I like I told people, um, I stay in camp until I get the belt. My camp's a lifetime journey until I hold the belt. So wait. Like, I like to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Now, you had a really cute girl with you at the award show. Is that your, is, is that your, your lady, your girlfriend, or what? Yeah, that's my, that's my little ting. <laughs> that's my little ting. <laughs> your little, what, you call her your little ting? <laughs> yeah, my little ting. <laughs> uh, how, how long have you had the little ting for? Um, I just don't like to put my stuff on me, but we've been doing our thing for a long time now, like a year and a half. Oh, nice. Yeah, Bill does that too. Like, all of a sudden, he has kids. And, uh, <laughs> dude, dude, who, knows, Bill, I might be, who knows? I might be next. Dude, me and Bill drove, <laughs> we drove six hours to Arizona, back and forth, had the best weekend. And then three days later, someone's like, You hear Bill's, Bill's girl had a baby today? I go, What? I, I go, You don't even mention that. You even had, like, that you were having, I go, Bill, why did you not bring that up and tell me? You're like, oh, it never came up. I'm like, it never came up. We were in a car for fucking 18 hours. Like. It's just what it feels where I was like, stop. We're talking about, we're talking about UFC. I got, I got to tell you something. I'm about to have a baby. I, I mean, I would, think, I would think that was, first of all, you're 60. I mean, so uh, like, we could have talked about being a miracle baby. There was all kinds of shit we could have talked about. It's a miracle baby for real. Oh, my God. Wait, so I got to ask you, I want to segue to this. So you, you know, you say you, uh, you're always in shape. Do you have any vices now? Because I'm assuming you're sober, right? You're, you're like on a very sober path right now. And what, what's, what, part, yeah. how do you let loose? Because obviously there was a time when you let loose in different ways. What do you do now? Um, just maybe go to the strip club or... <laughs> At least that's my fight, the strip club for show, or hit like a little dance club, because I like to get down, do my little dance. Yeah, yeah. Does your girl come with you to the strip club? Yeah, I'll let her come, get danced <laughs> on, makes it even better. <laughs> dude, my, dude, my wife, I took her to the strip club one time, and it was, it was I, went, I went in like Miami, Tootsies. Best, it, they even mentioned it, like, like second floor, Tootsie get shoulder rub, like that, that song that uh, Drake, what he had about Meek Mill. So yeah. I like know the bartender, the guy, I know the, the, the DJ, his name is DJ Platypus. We became friends because he's like, I walk in there after the last comic standing, not one girl recognizes me except for the, like the overweight DJ. It's like, yo, name DJ Platypus because he wants to be a comic, right? So yeah. then we became, we became friends. He had me host the uh, stripper awards in Vegas, another fucking crazy shit. Um, and then I, I go back there. Every time I go there, he gives me like the treatment, the, you know, VIP, this the whole thing. So I go there, I with friends in Miami, I tell my wife, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I want to go next time we're in Miami. I'm like, all right. So I walk in there, I'm like, dude, no one knows me. I, 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 that's not my thing. They put on the fucking marquee, like on the big board, <laughs> welcome Adam Hunter. Like it's scrolling the whole time. Like, like literally <laughs> on a fucking bill, a, a rolling billboard. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, right? She said, babe, I swear I only been here once. <laughs> dude then the strippers come out and i'm giving them like three dollars but my wife's like what well, are you crazy like 
that's, these people give us all like 50 bucks, like not even for doing anything. I'm like, now we're out of fucking money. We're out of money in like six minutes. I'm like, no, you have to give them all Yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Uh, so uh, you guys watched the Jack Della Madalena fight versus Pete Rodriguez. It looked like they, they took, it was like a, a Mexican dude that just got the shipping out of him, but he was tough. It looked like they just like threw him in there. Uh, I'm not sure he even knew he was fighting up until like he got to the, the arena. Um, and then Matt Frivola, the guy that you beat in seven seconds, tough guy. He looked amazing against Gennaro Valdez. Uh, yeah, he came out swinging. He was ready to scrap. I loved it. Now, when you beat a guy in seven seconds like that, you want him to look good, right? Because that, that makes you look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was – he looked – that was the best he's ever looked. I think he also wanted to show that, that he could, like, take a punch because uh, he said he, he was embarrassed by it. And uh, uh, Speaking of strippers, Vanessa Demopoulos, uh, she is the girl we had on the show. She used to be a stripper. Now she's a fighter. She won by armbar. I think it was an armbar, right? It was like a triangle to an armbar. Um, and then jumped in Joe Rogan's arms. Did you see that, that part, Bill? <laughs> yeah, when she hit no, the split. Oh, man, man, I thought the I thought I thought the cameraman was shaking, but you know. has <laughs> <laughs> changed the past. Like now, like Joe Rogan is basically the most famous person in the UFC. So now all the UFC fighters after the fight are all like, "I love you, Joe. I'm such a fan." It's kind of weird. It's changed in the past couple it years. Used to be like Rogan interviewed yeah. them. They're they're all yeah. listening now to get on his podcast. Like. <laughs> They're like yeah. fucking twerking and blowing them, and like fucking they're bringing out girls to like suck them <laughs> off. One girl's corner man's eating his asshole during the interview. I was like, it is getting. You could tell he was like that when the girl jumped in his arms, and like yeah. I was just like, you know, I put like CNN headline, Rogan, you know, molest fighter and whatever. But then afterwards, you heard him on the mic go, "That's a fun girl. <laughs> That's a fun girl." <laughs> Yeah, actually, I, 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 I like Vanessa. She's dope, man. I actually met her out there in Vegas, man. And for her to take that hit, I was impressed, man. She got heart, and I'm so happy for her that she pulled that win out. Especially taking that savage cross like that to the chin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's an attractive girl, though, but, like, she's seems like the kind of stripper that would make you get her a lap dance, whether you want one or not. <laughs> like, like, come up to you and be like, "You're buying me a dance," and you're like, "Oh, okay." okay. I, I don't even know if I would enjoy it. I feel like I'm being, I was being robbed, uh, <laughs> as, as opposed to. <laughs> nah, nah. She just that's just you know how girls look on fight night. She's actually pretty decent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kay Hansen, I felt bad for her because I like Kay, but she had a rough night. Uh, Jasmine Jasukaris, whatever her name is, however you say it. She, uh, she, she, she beat her. Um, and uh, Kay, but Kay's young. She's only 22. She's 22. I mean, that's she's a young kid. 22 is like, how what are you now, 24? I mean, I'm 27. 27, yeah. You're, yeah. I don't even know if you're at your peak. Probably not. I mean, do you feel like you're at your peak? Nah, just but, getting started. Is, is there a mandate for the UFC? Does Dana White do a, a vaccine mandate for the UFC, or is that something he just doesn't talk about? There we go. Oh, I thought you were covering the camera like I'm not going to talk about it. You're, you're muted. Say it again. Uh, All right, my back. Just a second. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, I was saying, he, they don't say it, but it pretty much is. Because, like, 
if a corner of yours get COVID, uh, you can still fight if you, if I, if you had the vaccine. That's what I found out. If I would have had the vaccine, I could have still fought. You know, my corner had COVID. Did you get the vaccine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No further questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed out on pretty much 80,000, man. I, I know for a fact that car was born. I would have got 50 Gs. So I was like, I'm getting a vaccine right there and then. I, I don't want to miss out on that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this week we got Eagle FC 44, which is Khabib's organization. Tyron Spong, uh, who is like one of the best kickboxers ever. Uh, he's a, a monster. Is fighting Sergey. Karatinov. Who would like in this card? Terrence. Um, obviously, it's a wrestler versus striker, so probably the wrestler's going to win. They're setting it up for that. Uh, wow, okay. Against against Tyron Spong. Yeah, all it takes is one takedown versus a person that don't wrestle. All right, there we go. All right, that's I, – I, you know what? I got to go for the wrestler then. I think, I think you're right. Uh, Bill? Is that why the UFC was invented is just to, like, prove that basically grappling would beat striking in a submission, <laughs> of, you know? In a lot of ways. All right, now this fight – this fight, Gabriel Checo is taking on Rashad Evans. And I, I love Rashad Evans. I don't know. I hope he doesn't get hurt in there. Uh <laughs> I I, I I like how old Rashad is he? too, man. He's like forty something. I'm pretty forty. I mean, he's young. I mean, he's not old, old, but like he's looked old in his last couple fights. He hasn't looked. Yeah, he like, had some gray hairs and. The- <laughs> he's on mushrooms. I mean, he's a great dude, but like he's. I, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to be fighting young bucks at that kind of weight class. But Checo's not young. Checo's been around too. Um, but he's a big, strong, hungry guy, and you know this will be a huge win for him. I think that what happens is Rashad Evans. I'm pretty sure he he's been training a lot of people at the gym, and he beats these guys who are winning in the UFC and Bellator. Uh, he if, in sparring, and, and he's probably like then he goes out there and doesn't perform like he does either at the gym or whatever. Maybe they're not going 100. percent Maybe they know it's sparring, whatever it is. But he's but he's probably saying to himself, like, why aren't I making this kind of money? I'm beating these guys in the gym. And uh, look, if I was in that situation. I'd be probably asking the same thing. <laughs> like, like, fuck, I'm beating the, all these guys that are winning. This guy's ranked seventh in the fucking whatever, and I'm fucking him up. I hear you. But if he loses, and if he loses bad, I hope Rashad just says, because he's got a great commentary career. Uh, yeah. He can do public speaking. He can, he can do all, he can do coaching. He can do anything but he wants. I'm going to have to go for Rashad, though. Always, right? Always, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, me and me and Rashad have had some, I mean, we've had like, you know, so many fights and him getting mad at me and this and that. I mean, we're like, like brothers. I like, last time I was in Florida, I had breakfast with him and his kid. It's like the cutest, the kids, his kid's like five, most adorable kid ever. Like he's just, a, he's a good person, Rashad. Um, but you don't, I don't want to see a guy take punishment after he's, he doesn't need to. Yeah, once, doing once, it. once you say you retire, man, and they really retired, I don't want to see him get hurt, man. Like he, he made his mark in the MMA community, like, he's done enough. Yeah, or have him fight guys that are also in that boat, you know, like... Uh, yeah, unless you're like Fedor, you can <laughs> knock out anyone at any time. That dude's a freak. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but did, did Rashad Fedor ever come out of retirement? Yeah, he retired because he lost, like, four... He lost to Sam Alvey. He lost to a, a lot of guys that, like, in, in Rashad's prime wouldn't last around with him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you look at some of the guys he lost to, you're like, 
I mean, and then he lost to Anthony Smith, and he just basically left his head up right there for an elbow. It was just like his reflexes were not the same. I mean, mm-hmm. guys that he would have normally murdered. We're talking about a guy that knocked out Chuck Liddell. You know, the guy, Rashad Evans, the, the guy that beat Forrest Griffin. You know, the, the, Rashad was just the guy that murdered Chael, a prime Chael Sonnen. Yeah. I mean, fucking murked him. Uh, won the ultimate fighter. You know, it's just like, what are we, Michigan State. I think he, but Rashad's always been that guy. Like, I heard Rashad beat Greg Jones, who was like one of the best college wrestlers. He's a, a coach over at American Top Team, or maybe at the Black Zillions, but Greg Jones was like the returning champ. He was like the guy. And Rashad beat him like in the third round of the NCAAs as an unranked guy, and then lost the next one. But that's like, yeah. that's like Rashad sometimes, mentally. So mentally, probably, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to see him get hurt. Um, People retire, they go home, they're at the family dinner table, they're doing like the airplane food into the baby's mouth, and then they're like, I fucking got to get back in the ring, I'm going to lose my mind. Is that what happened? I think Rashad's probably got a lot of kids, you know, I think he's got four kids, Um, but also I think that he also, everybody that that talks to Rashad, hey, what's up, this is the champ, or what's up, fighter, hey, when's your next fight? People don't know what to say, and that's all they say to them, and then they go, you know... That's who I am. I'm defined by being a fighter, yeah. yeah. It's just that wrestler's mentality. It's not like that he wants to fight. It's he wants to compete, I'm pretty sure. Like, as an athlete, like, that's just like, even when we play video game or anything, like, that, that feeling of competing and just getting your testosterone going, man, that feeling never gets old, you know? Got like, it. You guys play sports, it just, that never gets old, like, when you're scrapping out there. Also on this card, uh, Anthony Njokowani, who uh, I love that guy. He's fighting Raymond Mago Medaliev. I don't know who that is, but uh, and then John Howard, who's a fighter who has who has autism. He's an openly fighter. Uh, how do you say it? He's he's openly has autism. I don't I don't know how. You, but yeah, he, he talks about <laughs> he's out of, he's out of the closet with his autism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out of the so he's fighting Ramazan. Karamagomedov. These guys, it's like a bunch of guys that are 9-0 and from Dagestan versus former UFC guys or, uh, you know, guy, I don't, this, this matchmaking is a little uh, suspicious, uh, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I already told you. If they got the Nagomedov, you know who to bet on. Fuck. For all the fans. Yeah, exactly. If they got any of that 9-0 Dagestanian, yeah, just bet on them. <laughs> If, you, if there's ever a fighter whose name is Nagamedov, Nagamedov. He's, he, yeah, Nagamedov. Yeah, just know they come and correct. They probably be 8 0, 9 0. Yeah. And then, and then Ray Borg. Ray Borg. Nagamedov is the autistic one? No, no, John Howard is. Oh, okay. And then Ray Borg, uh, who's, uh, he's a guy that fought for the title. He had a, he had a kid that was super sick. Um, yeah, 125 pounder. He's tough. He's fighting Cody Gibson. Uh, he's the guy that, remember we had him on the show? He was the teacher mm-hmm. uh, that was like, yeah. holy bitch. I like Yeah, he's a good dude. <laughs> All right. Man, I wish you, we were trying to get that fight my team for my teammate, actually. For who? Uh, Josh Rittenhouse. Is he Kyle's brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted him to fight Ray Borg. That would have been a dope fight. Next, well, we just have to hope next time we can grab him. Uh, now, are you training in Vegas or are you training in uh, Washington still? I'm training in Washington right now, but uh, after this camp, I'm definitely going to train in Vegas for a couple months. So I got, I got to inter- interject here. So Terrence, I've been reading up your story, and you're one of the few people who's uh, had issues with uh, drugs and alcohol who's very open about it. You like to talk about 
and teach teach young kids and you've been helping with police police initiatives and stuff I feel like there's a lot of UFC fighters who probably have similar journeys but they don't talk about it you seem like you're a real advocate for it so what kind of I don't know the story really that much but I'd like to hear from you sort of like what got you inspired to be sort of like an inspirational person that way and and what was the moment that that changed that uh I would say uh when I've seen my brother go through the same thing like kind of just following in my footsteps kind of want to do drugs just seeing my brother like jump out a window cut himself up uh just things like that so I knew I had to make a switch because obviously he was just doing what he thought was cool because he saw me doing it and that just really hit a switch home for me to make a change how's your brother doing now uh he's doing great uh I don't know where he's at right now. He's probably at my mom's, but uh, he's he's doing a lot better. I I, I know for a fact that now that he's at home, uh, he's in good hands. How many people, when they hear the your dad says McKinney, think you're going to be Irish? <laughs> a lot of a lot of people. You part Irish? I said, yeah, I'm the new Black McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> that says. I mean, how did you get the last name McKinney anyway? I don't know, man. You, I don't know. I got lucky, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. You must throw a lot of people off. Um, uh, so this week in Bellator, they're having another secret fight, so that they don't tell anyone about the fights. It's great strategy. Uh, Bellator just hopes that you happen to like change the channels and feel like, oh shit, Bellator is on, and then you're happy about it. Um, <laughs> they don't actually advertise. Uh, but Ryan Bader is fighting Valentin Moldovsky from Russia. He's 11 and one. He beat Tim Johnson. He's the champion. He beat Roy Nelson. He beat Javier Ayala, beat Linton Bissell. Beat, he beat everyone. His last loss was in 2015 and um, in to Utah Uchida. Uh, Ryan Bader is a guy that like fights better at heavyweight for some reason. Uh, he, yeah, he, had, he always does very well there. Yeah. Yeah, he knocked so the I'm gonna go with Ryan and Bader for the win. It's Ryan Bader, you think really? Yeah, he know, he just got this weird little jab thing he does at heavyweight that drops motherfuckers. So I'm I'm just have to throw my bet on that that he lands one of them and get he gonna take right? down ground and pound. Isn't Ryan Bader getting a little long in the tooth? How old is he? He's be uh, he is. He's got a super hot wife. His wife's like one of like like this hot like Trump Trump woman. I don't know how to say Trump woman, but she's like there's certain <laughs> fighters they have these like hot blonde like like. Like, they kind of yeah like uh who else has that uh what's his name's wife is like super hot as well like, like uh uh dan henderson's wife bader's wife randy couture's girl uh, uh girlfriend i think they're all like super like i don't know if they're maga but uh i assume they're all they're hot blonde they look like <laughs> something right they're all going to the state they all go to the same country music thing and like they're like in super shape they have six packs their, their, their boobs are probably not real. I'm not going to comment, but it doesn't. And, and they're all, yeah, like, they're all part of some club. Like, I, I, like, I think the NFL players' wives are like that, like all the NFL players. It used to seem like the liberal wives were hotter. I, I feel like in some ways the conservative wives have gotten, have taken the, taken the title, Bill. I mean, do you understand, right? Am I right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I think it's because cons Republicans are richer. So the husbands have more money and the wives can spend on plastic surgery and maintenance. <laughs> like Tito Ortiz's you know? wife is the same way. Uh, uh, the, the, I, I don't know. They, they spend more time at like the gym though too. 
Uh, maybe you gotta have that money maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> Is someone else in the car right now? By the way. Yeah, my boy Brian McDowell. He's fighting this week. Wait, wait, you're fighting that guy this week. Wait, this guy's fighting. Yeah, he, I'm at. We're about to be leaving Thursday uh, for Alabama. Is he fighting homelessness? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're about to get a haircut now. This, this is actually Chuck Norris, actually. Oh, my. It looks like Chuck <laughs> Norris if he was, like, from Silver Lake and was a hipster or something. <laughs> yeah. <What>? yeah. <laughs> Why does that guy, that guy look like – that guy looks like your meth dealer. Like, he came up with the best <laughs> meth. <laughs> Wait, that guy's a fighter? you got to be kidding me. Well, who, are you, who are you fighting for, buddy? And add I took his glasses on too, which is the first B2 fighting series. B2? Yeah, what, yeah. Wasn't there like uh, a, was a rap group in the fucking, in the 90s? Uh, <laughs> Probably. Omarion B2K, and, uh, huh? Oh, it's B2K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, good yeah. luck. I guarantee that guy is great at jujitsu. Am I right? Oh. Yeah, he's good at jujitsu, yeah. Yeah, that guy looks like every fucking asshole that I went to the gym that I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking smash this guy because some fucking <laughs> yeah. weird fucking leg lock Yeah, and, and then they then they smoke the joint before they roll with you. Oh, you know, that guy. Yeah, and then, listen, and then they leave listening to the Rogan podcast and telling you about, like, fuck it. Yeah, dude. Well, good for you, man. That's awesome. Well, good luck. So where can I find this guy? Uh, Brian McDowell. Iceman Catch on Instagram. Now, Terrence, hey, are you sure you're not stealing his car right now? Is that what's going on? Are we in the middle of a carjacking? <laughs> I, I, I just took the keys, you know, alpha male stuff. I was like, yo, I'm driving. I feel like he hired you to bang his wife. His, his yeah, wife. exactly, you know. <laughs> when, whenever it don't work out, I just help these white men out, you know, pull nice. up, do my thing, and dip. Good. Good for you, man. Good. I hustle. <laughs> uh, that's how I stayed in shape, man. Wait, so how, wait, 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 how, what's that guy's name again on Instagram? I'll follow him. Iceman Catch. What is it? The Iceman? Iceman Catch, yeah, yeah. My, my next name's Iceman. I, I came from a catch wrestling background. Okay, so you stole Chuck Liddell, you fucking asshole. There's one Iceman, all right? You're not the Iceman. <laughs> no, nah, the UFC needs a new Iceman. Dude, yeah. you're like, come on, you're like the Iceman's caddy. For fucking, <laughs> give me a break. No, that's awesome. Right. Fucking Iceman catch. Fuck yeah, man. Good luck. I'm gonna fuck with you. I, I, I hope he's not mad at me now. This guy looks like he'll show up. No, no, no. You're you're a MMA roasted. I, I I recognize you. You're a comedian. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank, thank you. That guy looks like he'll fucking. That guy looks like he'll kill you one fucking legament at a time. The Iceman catch. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, also on the card this week, by the way, on Bellator, Darian Caldwell, uh, national champion from NC State, uh, guy who's been up and down. I mean, that guy was on top of the world. Now he's on the prelims of Bellator, which is fucking criminal because uh, he's a monster. He's fighting Enrique Barzola. Who do we like in this card, in, in this fight, Terrence? Um, I'm going to have to go with Darian Caldwell, but really all his fights are boring to me. I hate to be a – Hate to see it. <laughs> I like him cause cause he wrestles. But boy, I all he's gonna do is head kicks, one head kick, another head kick, shoot. Head kick, head kick, shoot. Like all he's looking to do is just hold you, man. I'm sorry, but he's the most born motherfucker ever. No, but he, he, he what about when he destroyed Joe Warren and uh Yeah, that was cool. I'm uh... What's up, people? Bet online. 
I'd like to wish you a very happy new betting year as we continue to march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year. It's a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to get started. They got football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, check them out now. Uh, Bill, this guy Caldwell, so he was in the NCAA yeah. finals, right, against the guy Brett Metcalf. He was a huge underdog. Like, Metcalf was like the, the shit in wrestling. Like, like he, he was the guy. Like, he was like the, the, the guy in wrestling. And Caldwell was a huge, like a 10 to 1 underdog. He throws a head and arm in the finals to open the match and yeah. hits it, puts him on his back, and just beats Metcalf like 16 to 5. Like, huge upset. At the end of the match, starts doing, starts doing backflips when there's 10 seconds left. Like, around, so Metcalf just fucking runs into him. And, and all you see is the guy, like, fly out of the corner of the screen. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. When he wrestles, yeah, he was fun to watch. He was pinning good guys in, like, 30 seconds. The dude was a beast. But fighting for me, I'm not a fan of Darren Caldwell. But I know he's going to win. He's probably just going to hold him down, tap his face a little bit, wrestle him, head well, he kick, lost, head well, kick. He lost his last two fights. Well, he lost to A.J. McKee. Um, and then he lost because those are you know, AJ, the real deal. He's a real fighter, stand up, everything. He ain't, I love watching AJ, that's that's my guy. And he lost to Leandro Higo. Uh, so he, he's got to win. He also cut so much weight. I mean, he's like, he must walk around two, 205. He fights at 135. I think that also looks, <laughs> I mean, he's fucking, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, this should be a, that, that should be a good fight. Um, I, he, he's trading over over at the the former Black Zillion, so we'll see what adjustments he's made. And, oh yeah, he should have hands now, so I'm excited about that. I didn't know he's trained over there now. Yeah, they yeah, get yeah. they get everyone hands right over there. So, so um, and then uh, finally, so when's your next fight? Uh, February 26th. Where is it? Uh, the UFC Apex. UFC oh, nice. Apex. And who are you fighting? Uh, Ferris Diem. Nice, nice. And what do we know about him? Um, he likes to spar. That's what it looks like to me when he fights. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to he likes to do karate point matches. That's what he likes. Nice. Well, I can but... tell. I can just tell. Like he's very technical at sparring. The uh, he's gonna be in a rude awakening once that bell rings. Cause I I don't do no filling out. It's we're going straight to work. We're on well, the Best of luck to you, man, and best of luck to the guy. I know that you're now, you know, you're very sober, so you're sponsoring a junkie, so the guy next to you, best of luck to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just helping this homeless guy out. We're going to get him a hair cake real quick. It's, that's Make so him look nice like a normal put. human being. You let me that's, borrow some clothes. You know, I'm just going to keep changing people one day at a time, one yes. person at keep a time. Keep it up, time, man. You know? Keep it up. It's very nice that you're looking out for the community. <laughs> I hope this yeah. guy finds, finds himself and he, and he, and he, helps, and he finds Jesus. Uh, thank you, Terrence. Uh, best of luck, Iceman. Uh, thank care, you, man. Guys. Thank you. Be good. Bye. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got Jocelyn Lieberger here. 
Uh, she's one of my favorite people ever. You have no idea, Bill. This girl was uh, an OG fighter, had wars. She goes out there, she scraps, she scraps. She's got a twin sister who was also a fighter and, uh, and wow. another sister who was an adult film star. So uh, the parents, they have three daughters, two fighters and one porn star. Best parents <laughs> of all time. Uh, like they, they did everything right. Um, Jocelyn was retired and then got the, the itch to fight. She said, fuck it. Uh, I'm not done, and is now fighting in the bare knuckle boxing this Whoa. Friday. This Friday, right? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. the 29th. Yep. This Saturday. Uh, how did this happen, Jocelyn? Well, Adam, first of all, let me touch on my sister. You just missed her. We could have oh. had her on too. You just fucking missed her. <laughs> damn, damn. damn. <laughs> is she still fighting? Is your sister no, still no, my, fighting? No, my twin sister is not. No, oh, but you oh, just that- missed. You just missed uh, the other sister. <laughs> got it. Yeah, the one, the one that we've seen a lot more in action. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you, Adam. You rock. Um, no, just going back and forth into the gym, helping, you know, when Lauren Murphy was still at the lab, helping Lauren out, helping Courtney Casey out. Like, I just knew I wasn't done. It just took uh, some convincing of my family, like, to do bare knuckles. Like, because I've opened. Once that started rolling and the, some big names started moving over there, I just knew, okay, I want to do that shit, right? Because I've been in a few fist fights, you know, back in the day. And it just, just to have the will to compete in that, I knew I had to put that on my list. Wow. Now, so you go to the lab, you tell John Krause, your coach, hey, I'm doing bare knuckle boxing, right? So how does he prepare you for that? Well, I called him first. I said, coach, what do you think of this? And he's like, Let's do it. He's like, girl, let's do it. You know, I've always been known more of my boxing, right? More of my stand-up. So I just knew that, okay, I got to do this. One coach was okay with it, got with Randy, you know, my stand-up coach. And we just started working just, you know, strictly boxing, which it's been, it's been awesome. And then, you know, a couple of the girls in the lab now, we got Leslie, Olivia, both, both of those girls have 80, over 80 professionals. Uh, amateur boxing fights that are now moving into MMA. So my sparring partners have been Courtney, those two chicks. Like it's been not easy rounds. Like I've honestly feel like the last 15 weeks of just training, like I've gotten, I've got my ass kicked. I've gotten better. I've got, I've had a great time. It's been really nice. It's just been nice to even just be back in the gym every day at the lab. It seems like a lot of the, I watch a lot of bare knuckle boxing a lot of the boxers, they, they have a tough time adjusting because so much of it is like, it's almost like a hockey fight where you're holding the one guy's back of his head and hitting him that way, cutting off angles, uh, which is why, like, it seems like Rachel Ostevich that did better, uh, I think, in her second fight or first fight. But some of these girls are, are like, their first fight is rough, and they figure out, oh, shit, this is what I got to do. Um, mm-hmm. How do you not fall into that trap and just get there immediately? Um, I mean... I think it's just going to go back to my training partners who are boxers, right? We've worked a lot of the dirty boxing game. I mean, this is active dirty boxing game. So, yeah, you can grab the back of the head and throw from there. Um, and just I feel like I've always been really good in my footwork and my head movement. My hands always go back home. Like when I go back and watch my old fights, like my hands are always up. And I think I'm going to be successful at that part. This girl's going to be a little bit taller than me, so the body's going to be there. Um, 
So I'm excited. It's going to be her first fight, too. It's her debut, too. Um, and oh, she's wow. coming from the Muay Thai world, this chick. Um, so, you know, knock on wood, like, she's never even been hit with the MMA glove on before, you know? So, I don't know. I'm excited. It's going to be it's gonna be a fucking rush, and it's going to be, like, nonstop action. Like, they're two-minute rounds, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I have a question with the with the uh, bare knuckle versus the boxing. It seems like there, there's a lot of opportunity with dirty boxing for like forearm shivs and a little bit of elbow coming in. I mean, is that something that that happens? Because I'm sure elbows are illegal in bare knuckle boxing, right? Illegal. But it must. No. If it's if it's dirty boxing, it, there's a lot of opportunity for that type of sort of like messy hit, you know? Oh, I mean, it's going to get, yeah, it's going to get messy and stuff's going to land. You know, you have an opportunity to get cut up really, you know, really fast. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> now, you have, have, a you, very, be- you have a very beautiful wife. I met your wife. Gorgeous. Uh, extremely, right? You got, you got, you're still married? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So, you got, you have, half the time I say that, people are like, oh, we divorced. All right. So, you got a beautiful wife. She's very, very how do I say, effeminate? Is that effeminate? How do I say this without offending you? Uh, she seems very girly. Uh, was it, is it like Rocky Four where she's like, no, stop, don't do it. And you're like, oh, I have to do it. And, or is she supporting this? It, it exactly went like that for a long time, Adam, where I had to beg and plead. That's one of the reasons it took so long, you know. Um, but she knows, too, at, you know, when – the, the UFC didn't go the way I wanted it, right? I didn't think I performed the way I did, but that's what happened. And she knows it's been eating at me for a really long time is, is just losing, right? I always say I'm a loser, I tell her. <laughs> it is what it is, you know? And she knows that it still burns me to get out there and just win. And, I, and even coach believes and my team believes I can do really well in the bare knuckle boxing. So as, as soon as she was on board, um, you know, then it was all, it was all set from there. But yeah, she is a very girly, and she's a girl. How did you convince her that bare knuckle boxing was going to be better than the UFC? That seems like a tough sell. Uh, again, it goes back. She just knew that I just love boxing. If anything, if I would have known like back in the day when I was a kid, like I would have told my dad to put me in boxing as a young girl, right? Um, yeah. I, I wish you know sometimes I would have went down that path and I didn't but just boxing I've always had an eye for well this whole card is, is stacked uh this hold on where can I see the whole card it's this card it's uh hold on let me see it's uh where can I bare knuckle it's like the best like it's like five dollars to order this thing I mean literally it's five dollars a month I pay for this best five dollars I've ever paid uh because <laughs> It's, it's nothing. And you get, you get like six hours of like, of nonstop fights. I'm going to be in Cabo this week. I'm only watching. Oh, are you? Yeah. I, I oh. swear to God. You're the only, I mean, but the card is great, but I'm so excited for you. Um, Cause like, you're right. I appreciate I mean, that. But, but your fights in the UFC, as bad as you think they went, they were awesome fights. I was at a couple of, there were bloodbaths. You like, it was nonstop. Uh, there has to be, a, but none of them were like boring. Uh, they were all awesome fights. So let's see. So we got January 29th on this card. There we go. So we have Elvin Brito against Caleb Harris. It's going to be a good fight. Alan Belcher is on the card. Mm-hmm. Alan Belcher, who's uh, he's the most jacked. I don't know. I want to be on whatever he's taking. I want to take, like, holy shit. This is not. Right? That's what I said. I said, what weight is he fighting at? <laughs> this is not your grandfather's Alan Belcher. Okay, this is. 
This is Al against Quentin Henry. Henry's in a fight uh, on this card. Uh, also, uh, Ryan Jones. Sort of. You're fighting uh, Martina Kroll. She looks very angry. I'm not going to lie, uh, especially in this picture. This girl looks like she's not happy. Um, I think, yeah, I think her hairdresser canceled on her. Yes, she's, she's, she looks pissed. Uh, this is great. This is going to be a great card. Uh, but yeah, and then I'm telling you, you should order it because then the next one uh, is even like the other bare knuckle they have. Oh, shit. The one with Chad Mendes, February 19th in, in oh, wow. Hollywood Park in Florida. That, that, car, that whole card is stacked. We were going to go. We were thinking about going. Um, but honestly, we'll be in Vegas that weekend for my older sister's uh, party. What kind of party? Yeah, Adam, are you going to be in Vegas that weekend? Because uh, let's what? just say that older sister's working on a few things right now. She has a few things up her sleeve right okay. now. Okay, wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, what, do you, what do you mean? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll text you some stuff, Adam, because she's okay. working on a few big projects. All right. Okay. I don't even know. I don't know if I can't say it right now. I don't want to be the one to say it. No, it's, it's, it's all right. And then, and then the next one, uh, Knuckle Mania, February 19th, is uh, Mike Perry versus Julian Lane. Let me bang, bro, against Mike Perry. Uh, and then it's uh, Britton Hart versus Christine Ferreira. That's going to be a great fight. Mm -hmm. Chad Mendez is taking a guy named Famez. I don't know who this is. But, yeah, that, that – and then uh, Melvin Gillard. Who, that's the only thing, man. The guys wow. lost 14 in a row. They, got, they, they shouldn't let him fight anymore. I'm sorry. Like, 14 Melvin in a row. Melvin lost 14 in a row? Yeah, 14 in a row. And he's still fighting. It's like, Bare Knuckle has yeah. enough. They have enough good people. They, uh, they have enough guys that are winning. Let, let them win one fight before you sign him back. Just one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I, I'm excited for you. Now, so, the lab, right? You're at the lab. Mm -hmm. that, that gym, is it, you got O'Malley there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? I mean, we got Ben fights this weekend for Bellator. So Ben, ben Henderson's Henderson. fighting this weekend. Uh, we got Courtney Casey there, Jakar there. Oh, they're Mario back. Mario there. Yeah. Okay. Courtney and Jakar are back. What happened? Because they left. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Jakar got his crappy pants on for a little bit, but then realized, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, right? So they're back. And Courtney's actually, she's traveling with me to this fight. I'm super excited to have her in my corner. Now when they leave, um, they have to apologize to the whole gym and be like, guys, I'm sorry we left, but now we're back. Was it like <laughs> you know, I think Jakar just had a conversation with Coach, you know, okay. and, and they talked it out. You know, sometimes yeah. people struggle with those adult conversations, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh O'Malley and then the other guy who's really good um the guy who the long hair the karate guy what's his name oh Kyler Kyler, Kyler Matrix yep Kyler he's a beast yeah. and then mm -hmm. and then and then the other guy Chris the guy that lost Dominic Cruz who am I thinking of uh um uh he just came back from the gym yesterday he was overseas uh Casey Casey yeah 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 Casey yeah. now did you you were there for the whole O'Malley? Like you were there when he day one he walks to the gym to now him being this like international <laughs> superstar. Did you see Dude, that happening? Adam, he would call it in the gym. He would he would talk it. He would he would say it every fucking day. I'm I'm not joking. Okay, he came into the gym. Tim Tim brought him from Montana. Okay, he came in. He had pink fucking nail polish on, pink shin guards, and John Moraga, you know John Moraga, right? Yeah. He was just like, who the fuck's this faggot? 
<laughs> you know, because John Morocco's like fucking John Morocco, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, And uh, they just all laughed about it. And Tim's like, shut up. He's not gay. You know, he's, you know, my buddy from Montana. And he held his own, you know. And Sean and I, during that time, I was still with, you know, RFA. And Sean was trying to get fights. And we did jujitsu class every morning at 9 a.m. And he literally just spoke it. And he knew that. I mean, that what he's doing right now, like, so he's saying, it's crazy. Himself, I'm going to be a world champion one day. I'm going to be a world champion. I'm going to be yep. the best. But he's not saying yep. it out loud. And people are going to be like, fuck you. Is he saying it to himself or just to oh, you? He would, he would say it out loud. He, he, like, said, I'm he would champion. say, I'm the best all the time. Like, he would just, it, he would yeah. just put it out with the world. I'm serious. He would no, pop crap. Adam. What about That's the guy what to do his comics. What about the guy <laughs> punching him in the face? He's like, no, you're not. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people would just laugh about it and stuff, but that's just how he was. He's just hy- he's hyped up all the fucking time. You know that. Good for him. Um, good for I him. I know, right? We all say it like fucking good for him. Because he's, you know what? As as crazy as his image is, the, the guy that I know and I talk to is very humble. Gets back to you. Never big times you. Sweet. Yeah. Like doesn't seem like he's. It seems like he's aware of the the the, the image, but that's not who he really is. You know, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. Not like, but he's also knocking everybody the fuck out, which is even yeah. crazy. Like, like yeah. the other guy beat Kyler Matrix. That's why yeah. I was like, yep. and I'm like, this guy's, oh, Kyler's really good. I figure, okay, Kyler's really good. This guy's going to be a big, he looked really good. He's going to give O'Malley a really tough time. And O'Malley made him look like an amateur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and you, yeah. Like some of um, like watching Kyler and Sean spar, it's it's amazing. Like they they make each other better, and a lot of the up and coming guys at the lab get to spar with Sean, and it just makes them better. You know, um, Sean knows like when to turn it on and turn it off. You know what I mean? Depending yeah. who he's going with, but just watching the rounds when Sean's in fight camp is just it's just a show. Nothing. Do you ever spar spar with Sean? I've sparred with Sean back in the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does, he, does, he take, does he try to take it easier? Does he go 100% or? He makes you, no, he doesn't go 100%, but he makes you work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make, and, and that's when he's trying his chi- his tricks and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I remember watching him when I went to the gym that day. I went to a sparring mm-hmm. practice. He was doing the exact same shit that he does in, yeah. in the fights. He wasn't like, he was, I'm like, so unorthodox. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're like, but then I watched Ben Henderson go nine rounds with Johnny Case, with like like savages, beat everybody. I mean, literally yep. beat everybody, and then be punching people in the face while telling his wife to get the groceries. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, he's like, he's like, oh, we're gonna pick up this and that. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, it was just crazy. It, it was. And he's still like that. He's still like that. Yeah. That, you know, he did, he, like last week, Saturday, he had his last hard ass round, right? Three hard rounds, you know, in the cage. And then he gets out and, you know, he starts sparring with everybody else on the outside, yelling at everybody, let's go. We still have an hour. I love my job. Like just hyping everybody up. He just got <laughs> done with his full speed round. And then he's out there, spars for another hour. I'll always that, root you know? for that guy. I remember he came to my show and David Michelle was there and David mm-hmm. is like scared to fly, like literally scared to fly. So he was going to drive to New Jersey, like leaving. No. It was like Saturday. He was leaving th- Tuesday 
to drive to, just before he found out he had a, he had a heart problem. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, who are you going with? And then David's like, Oh, I'm going to bring blah, blah, blah. And Ben Henderson just heard us. And he goes, wait, you going to Jersey? When Tuesday He's like, I'm coming with you. Like, not even like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, you don't have to come. Like, I don't think he was even getting paid. He's like, no, 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 you're going, I'm going with you. Like, that's just the kind of guy he is. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, and this guy's a world champion. I mean, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I think, I don't know if having fight ready opened up cause I would love to see a super gym with you and you guys in fight ready, but it might just be too big. So if you don't know what happened was <laughs> Bill, there's like four gyms right now in Glendale, Arizona, like this little fucking town yep. that's all cougars and swingers and fighters. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. I've been there. <laughs> Dude, it's the, it's the richest people I've ever seen. Yeah. They have like no morality kind of it's hot chicks with all kinds of fucking shit on their face. Like, but like <laughs> they're so hot and fighters and the, the coaches keep leaving and joining other gyms. So now there's like three gyms and all these little off, the, there's like off gyms too. Like O'Malley has this garage that he mm-hmm. trains people out of. But the, so there's like the best gyms ever. So now it's like, you got John Jones, Henry Cejudo, uh, the Korean zombie, Figgy and the Pitbull brothers over at Fight Ready. And then you yeah. have the average Joe's, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> then you have like Ben Henderson, O'Malley, Casey Kenny, all the, the 135 killers. And, some, and then is that, uh, what about the guy who goes by the, the killer gorilla? He's over there with you guys? Yeah, Jared, Jared, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, is there, is there beef between you guys? Is there animosity or no? No, no. I mean, not with me. There might be with some other people, but I, you know, Eddie, Eddie, when he left, like, he worked with me for a little bit. We were on good terms. So I try to stay cool with everybody, right? Because it is a small city. Um, John Jones, when he went to Fight Ready, you know, like, posted on Instagram, he showed up at the lab thinking it was Fight Ready. (laughs) And Randy's like, dude, this is the lab. You should have let him train there. Fight Ready. You should have let him train there. That would have been, you should have been like, you should have changed the sign and said, we're fight ready too or something. And then like. I would have liked to see John Jones and Jared spar. That would be. Oh, shit. That, that would be been, insane. That would have been awesome. And then there's a one guy that's the craziest guy out of anybody is uh, Rob Emerson. Is he still there? Yeah, Rob. I was just with Rob dude, right now. This dude, he, he was in jail, right? And <laughs> he, he had a, he was a fight fan. He had Jens Pulver's picture in his jail cell he gets out of jail and his he his first fight is against jens pulver who at the time at the time is the reigning champion like like he never had a fight before this guy it's like a fucking movie and he fought and he went the distance dude i love rob rob's a good guy he is a good guy but he's on a different level like he's a he was i think he's a big trump guy he's definitely anti-mask anti this but like he's like a guy that you can't pin down as one thing. Uh, he, like, he's got like... Fighting or he just trains? He's a fighter. He's a really good fighter. But he keeps, he keeps taking fights on like four hours notice in fucking Russia or like Dagestan and, and like, or, or some, some fucking organization where like, it's like just elbows. Like that's all you can throw are elbows. And fight. They're not even a real fight. Am I right? <laughs> He's like, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm fighting in the newest thing. And I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, oh, you just have to bite people. If you just bite the guy's face, whoever gets the first bite wins. It's like, I'm it's like, straight dude. headbutt. Only headbutts, nothing yeah. else. Literally just fucking straight headbutts. I mean, tell me That's I'm not so right. Joss, am I right? Yeah, you're, uh, yeah. 
the, the last guy he the last fight the last fight he did um the guy was like on a 19 fight losing <laughs> did he win yeah he was oh thank god he won that fight he won oh, you, you can't <laughs> fuck you should have him fight Melvin Ward next uh <laughs> All right, so where can people follow you and root for you and cheer for you? Yeah, you guys can all follow me at MMA Jocelyn. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and then, yeah, watch me on the free uh, – I'm on the free fight prelims for Bare Knuckle this Saturday. I believe I'm fight number two or three, so I appreciate the sport. Adam, you rock as always. You, you I look rock. forward to seeing you again. You too. Now, what are you going to walk out to? I'm going to walk out to Cruella Killing It. Carilla killing it? For, who's who's yeah. that by? Carilla. Oh, Carilla. Oh, I thought that was like... Yeah, the two, yeah, the two girls, the DJ. Oh, the DJ. Uh, you know that, Bill? I'm not cool. Do you know what he's talking about? No, I'm yeah, a boomer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 43. He's 87. Listen, uh, Jocelyn, thank you so much. Good luck. I'm going to be rooting for you. Uh, can I order a shirt from you or something? Or is there a shirt I could buy? Yeah, it, the link's in my, on my Instagram, and all proceeds are going to No Kid Hungry here in Arizona. So I nice. signed on with uh, Eight Man, so we've sold quite a few shirts. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I appreciate you, Adam. Thank name? you. Hungry? Is there a fighter name? No Kid Hungry? What oh, is no, no, No name? Kid Hungry. I don't have a fighter name, but No Kid Hungry is uh, just to feed kids here in Arizona. Yeah, it's not, it's not a fuck it. <laughs> all right, Jocelyn, <laughs> the best. Take care. <laughs> Bye bye. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. All right, she's so sweet. She seems very sweet. God, these people—it's such a different level of like uh, competition and drive for these people that I just don't have. <laughs> well, dude, you got to You're doing a horror film. What is this? What is this horror film you're doing? Oh, it's called. Um, what the fuck is it called? Jesus Christ! <sighs> oh, it's called The Woods Witch. And what are you doing? It's called it? the Woods Witch. I play like I play like a cult leader, like <laughs> in the woods. You ever see the show, the movie Midsummer? No, but it doesn't uh, matter. I, I got to Okay, no, no, you're here. So, all right. So you're. Is anybody big? Hello. Damn it! You froze. I can hear you. You froze. You're, you're you're not frozen. All right. Yeah. Is anybody? Yeah, I don't know. Any 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 big actors in the movie? I'm. No, you're good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I play like a cult leader. Like, I don't. You ever seen Midsummer? The I have movie not Midsummer. Seen it, but, but no, I haven't seen it. You got to yeah. smoke some weed, maybe do some mushrooms, watch Midsummer. It's incredible. But it's basically just like Blair Witch meets that. It's like a cult in the woods, and we kill people for whatever reasons. That's what people do with cults. And uh, yeah, so I get to play like a weird, burnt out kind of old uh, boomer cult leader. I love it. Anybody big in the movie? Anybody I've seen? You know, you, you know who's one of the producers on it is, do you know Laura Francesca? She's like a, she's, I don't know. She comes to a lot of comedy shows. She's like a, a, a YouTube person. Uh, but Ken, Ken Davidian, Ken Davidian, he was, he, he was the fat guy in, in Borat next yes. to um, Oh, he's in it? He's in it. Tom right. Sizemore's in it. No way, really? Yeah. Tom Sizemore, uh, he's been in some of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Yeah, Reservoir yeah. Dogs, right? Fucking Reservoir um, Dogs. Uh, also, um, he was in. Um, wasn't he in a? Was he in Pulp Fiction or was was Sizemore in? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sizemore is a fucking monster. I think he was the 
bunch of the Tarantino films. But yeah, so, and then there's a bunch of like younger people that are kind of like YouTube social media influencer type stuff. So it's probably going to fucking suck, to be no, honest. No, but, um, this is, Bill, you're on but set. But these, oh. like, these kids can't act if they're like 22. What do they know? I'm like the actor who's like, get off my fucking stage. <laughs> <laughs> the old actor, my stage kids. Anyway, um, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. well. All right, where are you gonna I'm be? Okay. Where are you gonna be this week? This week, I'm uh, I'm back in Austin doing shows at the Vulcan Theater in Austin, and uh, yeah, that's it. Still have yet to meet Joe. You've never met him. The the one of the first times I ever took jujitsu jiu- class at Legends and Old on La Brea. I rolled with him because they were just moving people around and he just like treated me like a rag doll. But that wouldn't, I was, I was brand new. I was a white belt. Uh, awesome. I've never met him. No. Well, Are you buddies? Uh, we're, we, yeah, we're friendly. Uh, you know, when I see him, it's like, you know, it's a big deal. Um, but he's just so busy and I, I, I don't never want him to feel like I want something from him, you know? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Cause everyone I'm, does. Yeah. So like, I, I, I never asked to be, I was on his podcast, like, 10 years ago, but I've never asked to come back on or never asked to open for him. I yeah, want to, yeah. I would love to open for him. I'd love to do all that shit. I just want to be that fucking guy who's like, Hey Joe, if you ever need an opener, cause I'm sure he gets that all fucking day. And it's like, but uh, anyway, uh, you're the best. I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.